This is from Matthew's Gospel, the birth of Jesus. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was engaged to marry Joseph, but before they married, she learned she was pregnant by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because Mary's husband Joseph was a good man, he did not want to disgrace her in public, so he planned to divorce her secretly. When Joseph thought about these things, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream. The angel said, Joseph, descendant of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because the baby in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this happened to bring about what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will be pregnant, she will have a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the Lord's angel had told him to do. Joseph took Mary as his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until she gave birth to the son, and Joseph named him Jesus. I don't know if you'd noticed, but it is nearly Christmas, and um, I was wondering if any of you are very excited about that. Is anyone very excited about no more school? Put your hands up. Uh, uh, some of you obviously love your learning. What about, are any of you, hands up again, who, are you excited about all the yummy Christmas food that we're about to enjoy? Yeah. What, what, Alistair, what's your favorite part of Christmas meal? All of it. All of it. Excellent. <laughs> A man after my own heart. Um, now, some of you might be excited about seeing some friends or relatives who might be visiting. Is that right? Who's coming to visit you? Oh, your friends. Okay, lovely. And I'm not sure about this one, but is anyone... I wouldn't have thought so, but is anyone excited about presents? Is that some? Okay. Are you hoping for anything in particular? Anyone hoping for a special present? What are you hoping for? Heelys. Heelys. That would be fun. It's a shame they don't make them in size 11. I always thought they would be fun. Well, this morning, we're going to think about the reason behind why we have Christmas presents and why we, um, why we have that at Christmas. And the reason that we have presents at Christmas is to remember the present that God has given us. Way back the first Christmas, that God gave us Jesus as the first and the greatest Christmas present. That's what he has given us. But the question is, what kind of present has God given us? What kind of a Christmas present is Jesus? Now, from the Bible passage that we heard a few minutes ago, there are two things that we're going to learn about this present that God has given us. Now, there are two things, and if at the end of the service, if you can remember them, and if you come and tell me, and as long as it's okay with, with the grown-ups, there might be some chocolate in it for you, okay? So we need our thinking caps on. There are two things that we've got to remember about the present that God has given us. The first thing is that God has given us a saviour. 
Jesus, when he came as God's present for us, was a saviour. I wonder if you remember what the angel said in the reading when he was talking about Jesus being born. He said, she will give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. God has given us a savior at Christmas. The name Jesus in that language means savior. And that's why the baby was called Jesus because the present that God has given us is a savior. Now, we all know what it means to be or to need a saviour. I'd like you to imagine that you're out on the sea. Maybe you've been on holiday, you've been visiting somebody on a ferry, and you're in trouble. The ferry has broken down, there's a storm, and you need someone like this. You'd be afraid, you'd probably be wet, freezing cold, waiting, and you think, at last, a saviour, a rescuer has come to take me back onto dry land. Or, imagine a different situation. Say you've been climbing in a tree, and you've fallen out, and you hurt yourself. Or you've been driving in the car, and you have a bump, and somebody's hurt themselves. And you need a savior, somebody like this, to come along and rescue you. And maybe you're really afraid, you're in trouble. You're really afraid, and a savior comes in an ambulance like that. Or, imagine there's a fire at home. Perhaps... Somebody put a bit too much brandy butter on the Christmas pudding and it's all gone up in smoke. Or there's too much wrapping paper put near the Christmas lights and there's a fire and you're in big trouble and you're really afraid and somebody phones and a saviour comes like this. You think, whoa, it's just what I needed, a saviour to rescue me. Now, we know what it means for somebody to be a saviour But what does Jesus save us from? He doesn't save us from the sea or from a fire. What kind of a savior is he? He saves his people from their sins. Exactly right. That's what it said in the Bible passage. If you look at the verse again, it says that he will save his people from their sins. You see, all of us, all of us, grown-ups as well, we're in, in trouble. We're in big trouble because of how we've treated God. It's what the Bible calls our sins. That's what we need rescuing from. That even though God has been so generous and, and, and really loving towards us, we forget all about him. And we don't listen to him in our lives. We want to go our own way. It's what the Bible calls our, our sins. And we're in big trouble. It's a little bit like, if you can imagine, I'm not sure if you could imagine this, but at home over Christmas... Your mum and dad or your granny, people you're staying with, have been so kind to you, and they've spent a lot of money and time, they've bought you lots of presents, they've made you lots of yummy food, all your favourites, they've been driving you to exciting places, perhaps you've been to the pantomime or the cinema, they've been so kind to you, and in return, instead of saying thank you, you just ignore them, and you're playing with your toys and you're too busy and you ignore them. And when they ask you to do something, you don't listen to them. In fact, you're very rude to them. Well, that's a little bit like how we've all treated God, that even though he's so kind to us, we don't listen to him. And we don't say thank you to him. It's what the Bible calls our sins, and it means we're in big trouble, because it means that we deserve to be sent away from God. And actually, that's even more serious than being in a fire or being lost at sea, 
In fact, that's the most serious thing that's possible, to be sent away from God. But the good news of Christmas is that Jesus came to be our saviour, to save us from our sins, so that instead of being sent away from God, we could be friends with him again. Now, how is Jesus our saviour? How did he do that? Well, he did that by laying down his life. This baby was born, he grew up, was a boy, was a man, and in the end, he died on a cross, Even though he had had always said thank you to God and always listened to God, it was as if God had sent him away, even though that's not what he deserved. Because Jesus was laying down his life. He was facing the punishment that we deserved so that we could be forgiven and friends with God again. And that's how he's our savior, because he laid down his life. So at Christmas time... It's the first thing that we, we, we've learned about the present that God has given to us. He is a saviour. And there's one other thing, but we're going to learn about that later on. Well, boys and girls, you did a brilliant job there to listen. And uh, you keep that tucked away in your mind. Now, would you like, we're going to sing again, would you like to play the instruments again or not? Who would like to play them again? Okay, we'll do that. Hands up, who wouldn't like to play them again? (laughs) That's a good idea for my assistant. We're going to make it optional. Okay? So those of you who had your hands up to play them again, stick your hand up again and we'll give you an instrument. I felt the rhythms were a bit kind of funky in the second one. And we'll try and keep in time this one and it might go on YouTube if it's really good. Okay? So stick your hand up if you'd like a musical instrument. And last time, the band, they were struggling to keep in time with you. (laughs) It's a lovely carol we're going to sing. It was on a starry night. A lovely carol. Come and grab one. Well done. You grab one from the box if you'd like one. Right, we've obviously got the musically gifted and geniuses this time. So perfect harmony and perfect time. Shall we go? It was on a starry night, all in time. (laughs) On you go. Thank you. Now, boys and girls, at Christmas time, we enjoy giving presents, don't we? And uh, I've got a lovely present for Sally. Sally's my wife. And you know, I bought the present yesterday, which is a whole six days (laughs) before Christmas, which I've never, ever done before. And at Christmas time, we also enjoy receiving presents. And the presents I enjoy receiving are the ones that are the most useful to me. And uh, this year, what I've done is I've I put an order in <laughs> for two presents. And the first present you see on the screen, I've asked my mum and dad to get me a large print ESV preacher's Bible so I can read it on Sundays, because I can't read the little ones. And I've asked Sally to get me some bicycle lights. You'll see them there. In fact, I wasn't sure that she heard me, so what I've done is what often husbands do, is you buy the present to give it to the person who's going to give it to you. So I bought it yesterday and left it on the table. Maybe your dads have done that. 
I'm sure they have. And uh, the reason we give presents is to remember God's present to us. God has given us the best present, and it's the best present, listen to this, this is important, it's the best present because it's the present we need most of all in the world. Now, can any of you tell me what the first thing we learned about God's gift to us in Jesus? God has given us a Savior. Now, you're halfway to chocolate. Okay? God has given us a Savior. And it's wonderful news that God has given us a Savior, isn't it? But there's something else that makes Christmas really special. And see it on the screen. God has, see that up there? God has also given us Himself. Himself. That's a wonderful thing. God has given us Himself. And let's read the verse again that we read from the Bible. You'll see it up there. All that happened to bring about what the Lord had said through His prophet. The virgin will be pregnant. She will have a son. And they will call His name. Here's a big word. Emmanuel. You see that word? Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Now, that was a promise, boys and girls, that God made a long time ago, about 600 years before Jesus was born, that one day God would come and live amongst people and be Emmanuel, God with us. And that would be a sign to them, listen, that would be a sign to them of God's wonderful love. That people could know God properly. It's like he came to visit us as human beings. Now, and that's what makes Christmas so special. God has given us a savior and God has given us himself. Now, I want you boys and girls to picture, you listening? Look at me. That's it. I want you to picture Christmas morning in our house. There's me up there, okay? It's a good picture, isn't it? It's a lovely picture of me. Uh, picture Christmas morning on Friday, and I'm up bright and early, and the lights are on, and the presents are under the tree, and the smell of black pudding is coming from the kitchen. We always have black pudding on Christmas morning. And uh, I'm looking forward to the turkey and all the lovely Christmas pudding later on. And a little bit of Christmas telly on Christmas night when I drift off to sleep. But there's something missing. What's missing? God. God is missing, yeah. God is missing. You just throw me for a minute. <laughs> That's spot on. That's a wonderful, wonderful answer. <laughs> and so are these people too on the screen. Okay. <laughs> Helen, we need a third slide. Okay. Now, Christmas with presents and turkey and gifts and telly is wonderful. But Christmas for me would be really sad if these people weren't there and the people before my family weren't there. And the wonderful thing that I have and many of you have is we have a family at home and we've also got a church family. Some people don't have families at home. We have a church family, and it makes such a difference when we're all together and people are with us and when they come and visit us at Christmas. 
And for me, the happiest thing about Christmas is the times that we're all together, whether with family or church family. And that's what Jesus did. He came to be with us, the best Christmas present of all. God has given us himself. God has come to be with us in Jesus. Now, that was an amazing present for the people of God who lived then. Can you imagine how amazing it was when God came to be with us in Jesus then? And people like Matthew, who wrote the words that we read, people like Matthew lived with him, they listened to him, they ate with him, they walked with him, they did stuff with him, they saw him, and they wrote all that down so that we also could know what God is like. But the promise that God is with us, boys and girls, is also true for us. And the reason it's true for us, we know that from the very last verse in Matthew's gospel. Helen will put it up on the screen. It's a wonderful verse. Jesus said, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. And God gave himself at Christmas. And if you know Jesus as your friend, if you believe in him and put your faith and trust in him, Jesus says, I will be with you always, even to the very end of the age. And there are people in our church, boys and girls, who are having a really hard time at the moment. People are really sick. And sometimes you guys have hard times. And if Jesus is your friend, he says, I will be with you. He lives with us by the Holy Spirit. When we're sad, he's with us. When we wander away from him, he's with us. Always he's with us. And that's a wonderful thing and a very special thing. Andy. Well done for listening, boys and girls. Let's just have a quick test. What was the first thing that we learned that, about the present that God has given us? Savior. He's a saviour. And the second thing? Yes. He's God himself. He's, God, he's given us himself. This is wonderful news. So I hope that you all have a lovely Christmas, and all the grown-ups too, and I hope that you get lots of lovely presents that you're hoping for. We need to remember this Christmas, why we're doing that. We give presents because God has given us the best present of all. He's given us a saviour, and he's given us himself. Let's close our eyes, and we're going to pray. Okay? Let's pray. Let's all pray together. Father God, we thank you that you have sent us a saviour to rescue us from our sins. Lord, we thank you that you have given us yourself, Emmanuel, Jesus, to be with us. And Lord, we thank you that that's a promise for us as well, that by the Holy Spirit, when we put our trust in you, you are with us. And Lord, we want to pray for those in our church family and around the world who are particularly sad or having a hard time at the moment. Father God, we pray that they would know that in Jesus you are with them and that you would strengthen them 
and that this Christmas time they would find great comfort in the wonderful gift that you have given of Jesus Christ. We pray in his name. Amen.